It's a great idea, and it's really going to help move the church forward like never before. You're going to see growth as a result of doing this very thing. But now, board member Bob comes up and says, we've never done it that way before. What are you going to do? Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about exactly that. Here we go. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. You know, it might be hard to believe, but there was a time where cell phones were not every place. You weren't driving down the road looking at everybody talking on their phone, everybody's fiddling with their phone. There was a pre-cell phone era. Mm. And what I remember sitting on a missions board at our church. It was a great church. And, and this church, I mean, they were big on missions. They supported missions big time. They supported missionaries. And we had this request from a missionary. That was um, He was actually a local guy. Uh, and he and his wife had moved to Columbia, South America. And he put in a request now, friend, you may need to sit down uh, if you're listening to this podcast because this radical request this missionary submitted, he and I'm guessing this was probably in the 80s, <laughs> he asked to get a mobile phone. <laughs> and I remember we had a board member, and this guy wasn't all that old. I'm going to guess this board member was probably... You know, 35 at the time. Oh, wow. Maybe 40. I doubt that he was even. No, he couldn't have been 40. So anyway, he put his foot down. There's no way in the world our church is going to be paying for a missionary up in the mountains of Columbia to have a mobile phone. He just viewed that as so crazy that a um, th- that a missionary would ask that. So here was one guy on a board. It's called our missions board. Just put his dug his heels in, <laughs> and he was not going to go for this newfangled thing called a mobile phone. Well, of course, today in 2020 or 2021, we laugh at that yeah. and how funny that is. But that is that's the influence that a single board member can have if it's not navigated mm. properly. It, it caught all of us so far off guard that yeah. we were just. We were caught off guard yeah. and didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. So hence, he didn't get a cell phone or a mobile phone. But the point is, um, as pastors and church leaders, we are regularly leading um, some sort of a governing group mm-hmm. uh, in advancing the mission of the church. Mm-hmm. Now, that happened to be a missions board, but frequently we're going to think of a deacon board or a board of elders or something, yeah. uh, board of trustees. And we want unity all the time. We want this uh, thing to move seamlessly. We want the initiatives that we feel the Lord has laid on our hearts to be able to move through when they need approval uh, from a fiscal standpoint and so on. Every so often, you'll get a board member that goes sideways and is resistant to change. So in today's episode, we want to talk about what do you do when that happens. Now, we've got a number of episodes that we've done here at Church Tips. You can look uh, through them, but specifically, this is really easy to find this one. Episode number one. Number one. Uh, Episode number one was five reasons why change is so hard in the church. So uh, um, that, that is in a general sense, but it's specifically relative to this. Why is it that change is so hard for some individual board Mm -hmm. members and what to do about it when you face it? So uh, we're going to get started with that. Uh, If you don't mind, I'm going to make the first point here. There we go. Jump on in. Ready to go? I'm ready for you to go first. Okay. 
It's critical that pastors know their board members. And I've watched this way too many times where a, a pastor views a board as this thing that they have to have, but they don't really... I know they know the people, mm-hmm. but to really know them. You know, with our illustration of the the earlier, the missions board deal, you know, we should have known that that thinking was inside that missions board member, but we didn't. So that was bad on us as leaders in the church. You've got to know your board members. And that means when you're bringing board members on that you're with them, you're talking with mm-hmm. them, you're learning them, you're learning their likes and dislikes, you're learning their bents one way or another. Because believe me, if you'll learn them, that is going to help you as you navigate something that um, has the potential to go sideways on you. That's right. Then the second thing is when you have a board member who is resistant to change, you need to do your homework. So, you know, before you have any conversations, whether it's individually or as a group, you you have to you have to know why the person is resistant to change, and this happens best once you know who they are. Yeah, and so that's why that's so important first. What you're saying, but then you have to do your homework. You have to get your facts in order, just mentally. Why is it this person is resistant to change? What are their what are their hesitations? What are their pushbacks? What are the things that are causing them to feel this way? Because. It could simply be that you just didn't present it well. Uh, Or it might be that there are some legitimate things that you need to know about. Some could potentially even be true that you need to, could be a a cause for pause and say, okay, well, maybe we need to rethink this. But in any case, if you don't do your homework and you don't really know why, um, then, you know, that's going to limit your ability to help move them if you do feel like, you are heading in the right direction and they, they just aren't on board helping them to move, to get on the board. Well, you have to have the facts first. Uh, and, and, you know, I might just interject here. You probably, this could happen in an individual conversation with them. Of course. Not where you're trying to walk them through it, but where you're just trying to learn where they're at. Right. You know, hey, you know, tell me your thoughts. Why, you know, why, you know, why do you think the way you think and yeah. help me understand? I want to make sure we're making the best decision for the church right. and, yeah. and no, exactly you know, right. starting there exactly to right. get your facts straight first. Then number three, the thing you want to do is you want to present the change to the board as a whole. And you want to present that as gain. So we talk a lot, I think in episode one, we actually talk about one of the things you need to do in, um, in terms of helping people move from that resistance to change is you want to talk to them not about the loss that change will bring, but rather the gain that it's going to yeah, bring. Yeah, because that's frequently what people are thinking. If it, this change happens, I'm losing yes, something. Yeah. And so they fear the loss. Mm-hmm. And, and so we just want to help shift people's mindset to realize it's not a matter of loss. It's actually a matter of gain. gain. What are you going to gain out of this? And you do this with the board as a whole. And there's some advantages to this. Of course, uh, the probably most notable one is for all the others who are on board. Yeah. That can help this change-resistant board member to start to come around. And then through the, other, through the conversation happening, might be able to have some of that good, healthy dialogue to where you know, hopefully, maybe they would eventually come on board. And I would say, too, that when you're doing this, and if you know you have this resistance, I would be strategic in talking to a couple of key influencers at the board level, asking them to respond affirmatively, Mm. quick. This is uh, good boardsmanship, uh, because when the first comment comes out, you watch this. If you've seen, 
that's the direction the conversation is going to go. So when the first comment is positive <clears throat> and the second comment is positive, it's very difficult for a negative to pull that down. Yeah. Conversely, you know where we're going with that. If it comes out negative, negative, you've lost it because yeah. the whole thing is going to go negative. So yeah. you're not manipulating, but you're being wise in asking your partners at the table to really help set the stage for the change you believe needs to happen. Uh, the, and the last thing is, uh, or at least in terms of a point for this podcast, you want to talk, talk, talk. You, you're not ramming something down anybody's throat, mm -hmm. uh, and you need to be patient. Now, if you're a hard charger, uh, Jonathan and I have pieces of hard charge in us, and there are times where you have to just back off, be patient, yep. pause. Yep. But ultimately, once you know you've got your ducks in a row, once you know you have all the other board members in line, and you know it's what the Lord wants you to do, mm -hmm. you've got to act and move ahead. Yep. Do everything you can to bring this board member along with you. They're a valuable uh, part of your team, uh, but you cannot allow them to veto yeah. what you really believe God wants you to do. I might also mention to you that uh, if you have not taken advantage of the um, uh, church board track inside a church university, mm -hmm. uh, I, if you'll go in there, I'm telling you that resource will help you A to Z on this very subject. Yeah. You're gonna learn how to deal with change resistance. You're gonna learn how board members can help you uh, with self-policing and, and all sorts of things. And we're making available to you, uh, and we'll have it there in the show notes. If you go to churchuniversity.com, click on church board, and use the promo code 50OFF, 50OFF, all lowercase, yeah. and you can uh, gain access at an unbelievable rate to the full course, and it's like a full college-level course yep. on church boards. Yeah, 50% off. 50% off. So, just so, by listening today. There you go. So, let me give a quick recap of these four items to do when you have a board member who is resistant to change. First thing is to learn the board members first. Then you want to do your homework. Then you want to present to the board as a whole and as gain. And then finally, talk, be patient, and then move ahead. And when you do these things, this is going to help you move forward and get the uh, the, take the action you need to take to move the church and the ministry forward uh, to see how God can just work wonderfully. Yeah. And hey, this is just part of life. It's part of dealing with people. Exactly. And sometimes it's a little messier. And so these are some natural steps that you can take to help walk people through they the really journey. Will. It really will help you. Yep. Uh, final thing I want to mention to you is that I want to invite you to join me on the Five Secrets Masterclass. If you have not yet taken advantage of this opportunity, this is a um, an opportunity to jump in and go through the, uh, I think I said five, but I meant four, four secrets, uh, Masterclass. And uh, we'll talk about four things that are going to help you lead at the next level. And when you do these things, it's going to improve your leadership. It's going to strengthen the ministry. And it's going to help you reach more people and see the church grow and advance the kingdom of God. And you can simply go to leaders.church slash secrets. And by doing so, you can sign up, get access to it right away. And uh, this is just under an hour presentation that's going to really walk you through. It's got a lot of really interesting stats and uh, stories yep. of 
of people and um, very, very helpful information that I think is going to help you. We get great fe- great feedback lead, on it. We yeah, really do. Lead to the next level. So you can just simply go to leaders.church slash secrets to get access. And then finally, I want to invite you to subscribe. Whether you're listening on the podcast platform or whether you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We want to make sure to keep getting the content to you as quickly as possible. And we want to thank you so much for being with us today. Hope this has been helpful for you. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here. Real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.